The Soccer Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's US-based and available in 40 states. Head over to cut.com, that's K-U-T-T dot com, and use the promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. And finally, we're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Get 15% off everything when you use the promo code PLAYOFFS. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. This is a fourth round FA Cup special. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on X at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network and also at Gambling Podcast. That's at Gambling Podcast. And finally, be sure to also follow my other X account. That one is at LockBettingX. That's at LockBettingX. I said I was going to post some free plays for the Australian Open. I actually haven't taken too much action in the Australian Open. I've been a little bit more conservative. So I'll be posting some free soccer plays before the end of the month. But of course, the main reason to follow that account is always going to be the profit and loss spreadsheet because I'm actually a tracked and transparent handicapper and I post my spreadsheet every single month. You can find all my spreadsheets if you go down the timeline, but the pin tweet at the top of that account is always the profit and loss spreadsheet from the previous month. At the moment, you're looking at December 2023, which was good for £4,450 of profit. I say pounds because once that's converted, that is good for over $6,000. So an absolute monster month, obviously aided by our Champions League futures, but we also went on an incredible run in the NFL and in soccer in the month of December. And the month of January is looking good for our 128th month in a row of tracked and transparent profit. We've had a little bit of a blip over the last few days, but we had a rock solid start to the month, which included adding our NFL futures, an absolutely incredible futures card posted back in September. That goes on to the January profit and loss spreadsheet, and it's looking like another huge month. So 128 months in a row of transparent track profit on the cards, and we look for month number 129 in February. You can get involved at any time. Just head over to LockBetting.com. If you have any questions, just shoot me a DM at the X account at X. That's at X. Get involved in time for this weekend soccer action. We also have EPL midweek action as well. Well, um, with an EPL slate in midweek on Tuesday and Wednesday, namely. And of course, we have WWE 
Royal Rumble coming up and the conference finals as well this weekend. So huge weekend, huge end to the month of January if you want to get involved. So let's move on with breaking down these FA Cup games. We are looking at selected games because obviously there are far too many games to cover. So what I did for this show is I picked some of my favourites. So by listening to this show, it's almost like getting a bunch of premium picks for free here on the podcast. We begin with the game which actually takes place on Thursday between Bournemouth and Swansea. Bournemouth will be dark horses for this competition, although they haven't fared too well in the last few games against top-tier Premier League opposition after getting a huge win away to Manchester United. It looked like they could pretty much compete with anybody at the top of the table, but Liverpool took them apart last weekend without Mo Salah. And prior to that, despite absolutely dominating the XG, they were beaten 3-1 away to Tottenham. So perhaps Bournemouth aren't as big a threat as they look like they were um, three or four weeks ago. But we're still going to cover their game here at home to Swansea, where they are a 2-7 to minus 350 favourite. This is the only game happening on Thursday. It's 5-1 to on the draw. And Swansea here travel to Bournemouth as a 10-1 to underdog. I'm confident taking Bournemouth to win this and to tack on over two and a half goals. I just don't see this being a game that only has one or two goals. I think we get to the three goal mark here. Bournemouth are going to be a big contributor in that. They could score three goals themselves. This is a side that have seen 36 goals scored across their last 10 competitive matches and each of the last six games have gone over two and a half goals. They're coming up against the Swansea side that have seen 13 goals scored in their last three away games with at least four goals being scored in each of them. As for Bournemouth to win, they have won seven of their last 10 matches and have scored exactly three goals in five of those victories. They've also scored three goals in four of their last six games. And Swansea coming to this one having scored in 10 of their last 11 away games. So if we need a Swansea contribution, that's definitely possible according to the numbers. So Bournemouth, as I said, were a minus 350 favourite. But by tacking on the over 2.5, we take a big jump up here to 10 to 13. So you're looking at a £77 profit from a £100 stake. That's how we're going to play this game. We're going to take Bournemouth to win. We're going to tack on over two and a half goals. And that's our first lean for this show at the price of 10 to 13 here for this one. Up next, we move on to two all Premier League ties, two monster ties as we have Chelsea hosting Aston Villa. That's happening on Friday, as is the game between Tottenham and Manchester City, which is arguably the game of the weekend. So Friday is the can't miss day in the FA Cup with these two blockbuster all Premier League ties. We begin with the game between Chelsea and Aston Villa where Chelsea are the 6-5 plus 120 favourites, fresh off the back of making one cup final already in midweek by destroying Nottingham Forest by six goals to one. We have Villa at 5-2 to two, and we also have the draw at 5-2 to two as well. I think if we see the same version of Chelsea at the weekend, they should have too much here for Aston Villa. Chelsea have actually got their home form together 
as of late. They've won seven and drawn two of their last nine competitive home games. And they face an Aston Villa team who I just have a gut feeling will heavily rotate here. Their priority this season is the Champions League. They have an outside chance of winning the Premier League. They obviously win with a shout if you look at their league position, but I think their priority will be Champions League and winning the Europa Conference League. So I think the FA Cup is a significant third in their priority list. So I think we're going to see some rotation here, which would give Chelsea a very good chance of winning their second home game of the week. In addition to that, the visitors are nowhere near away, they were nowhere near as good away from home as they are at home. They've only won five of the last 13 away games and have lost four times. And despite the fact they've massively overachieved this season, you would say Chelsea have got the better personnel on paper. In Cole, in Cole Palmer as well, they have someone who have scored five goals in his last five appearances. So he's definitely the informed player on the pitch at the moment. A few months ago, you would have argued it was Ollie Watkins because he was absolutely on fire for Aston Villa. And he's still having a good season. But Cole Palmer has proven to be the best signing that Chelsea have made under Bowley. And um, I look for him to continue to play well. I look for Chelsea to continue to be consistent at home. And I like Chelsea to pick up a win here. So my selection here is going to be a simplistic one. It's simply going to be Chelsea to pick up the win here on the money line at the price of 6 to 5 plus 120 here for this one. Before we move on to looking at the other game that we discussed here for Friday, let me take a quick little pause here to tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has a way to play alongside your favourite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball and college football. Simply a bit higher or lower on your favourite players' fantasy stats and you can cash in with the possibility to win 100 times with some spicy plays. So... Watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy and the promo code SGPN. Moving on to the other game we mentioned for Friday. It is the game of the weekend because of the history, because of the league positions of the two teams. Tottenham will be hosting the favourites to lift the trophy once again, Manchester City, where Man City travel to Spurs as very short favourites here at 8-13. It's 10-3 on the draw and it's 4-1 here on Tottenham. When asked at the start of the season what's left to do, um, Guardiola joked to score a goal at Tottenham away. That's because Tottenham have had Manchester City's number, particularly at home. Manchester City really, really struggle to get a result at the um, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Now, that could just be an odd coincidence. That could just be one of the weird things that happens in football. There could be no rhyme or reason for it. Um, the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium is a big, new, modern pitch and it should suit Manchester City stylistically. Yet, when they go there... They continue to get poor results. Therefore, um, it is difficult to back City knowing the history of travelling to this stadium. However, it's also difficult to back Tottenham um, just in any cup competition, given the fact that they have had to wait 16 years for a trophy 
and will now need to overcome the reigning FA Cup champions, Manchester City, if they want to do so. And they're going to have to do it without Son and without Madison. And they're also facing a City side who have overcome their slump and are on a six-match winning run. Now, it's fair to say that Spurs have been City's bogey team in recent years and have actually won five of the last nine meetings between the pair. But here, it's very, very difficult to give Tottenham any hope. But I just think that Manchester City are a little bit too short for my liking. So despite the fact I do think they'll win the game, despite the fact I do feel they will end this hoodoo against Tottenham, particularly at the London Stadium, I'm going to get away from taking a selection on Manchester City and I'm going to go for the goals here in this game instead. Over two and a half goals is too juiced at one to two and both teams to score is too juiced at four to seven. But if you put the two selections together, you end up getting 10 to 11 minus 110, which is a lot more appealing. I don't see a clean sheet for either of the either of these two teams and I certainly see three goals being scored. Three of the last four meetings between these sides have seen both teams score and the ball hit the net on at least four occasions. City have seen six of their last eight games go over three and a half goals, whilst BTTS has now cashed in 11 of Tottenham's last 13 matches. So strong data here for this. I don't think we're going to see either team going in. If I was to prioritise Manchester City's um, priority list, I would say the FA Cup was a solid third behind the Premier League second, I would say. And retaining the Champions League, I think, is a big goal for Manchester City. While for Tottenham, I think they will want to get back into the Champions League via the league position. Obviously, Tottenham fans all want a trophy and you've got a great chance in the FA Cup if you can get past Manchester City. But to do it without Son, to do it without Madison... I think that's a big ask. And I also feel that Ange Ball is, is not the right approach uh, against Manchester City. Obviously, they, they came away with a positive result earlier on in the season with players missing at the City of Manchester Stadium at the Etihad. But um, I do feel they were very, very fortunate in that game to to be just more clinical than Manchester City were. Manchester City should have won that game comfortably. Um, it was a game where Erling Haaland missed an open goal. Um, Erling Haaland obviously is not going to be back for this game, but there is news that he will be back shortly. So that's a big plus point for Manchester City as they chase down the title. But here, I think they'll also stay in the FA Cup. Too short to back though, so instead we're going to go four goals here. Over two and a half goals combined with the BTTS. And we take that as our main selection here in the game of the weekend between Tottenham and Man City and we take it at the price of 10 to 11 minus 110. Before we move on to the remaining games happening on Saturday and Sunday, let me just take another quick little pause here to tell you guys about Cut. Cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that's US-based and legal in 40 states. Head to cut.com. That's K-U-T-T.com and use the promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. Let me also utilize this pause to tell you guys about Hall of Fame bets where you guys need to stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent and data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hrfbets.com and use the code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching and start winning with Hall of Fame bets. 
And finally, let me tell you guys about the SGPN merch store where you've got 15% off everything in the store from now until the end of the month with the promo code PLAYOFFS. We're competing against other shows for a bonus, so make sure you pick out your favourite soccer gambling podcast item from the merch store. We have hoodies, we have t-shirts, I legitimately wear all this stuff. I asked for it, I wanted it, and um, I wear it all the time. It's good quality stuff, and it's a way to support the show that makes you money every single week for free. So head over to the store and pick yourself up some of that sweet soccer gambling podcast merch and support the store. In fact, send me a photo of you guys wearing the merch at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer, and I will give you a follow and a retweet as well. Moving on to Saturday, and we have two more all-Premier League ties to look at. Obviously, not as glamorous as the huge ones we covered on Friday, but still two dark horses, in my opinion, to win the competition in Brighton, who travel to Sheffield United. And then we have Everton hosting Luton Town. We'll start with a game between Everton and Luton Town, where Everton are the 8-13 favourites. It's 10-3 on the draw, and it's 21-4 here on Luton. Everton had a little bit of a blip lately, so still have a little bit more work to do, especially if they are going to get another points deduction. Obviously, the story last week was that Everton are going to be deducting more points along with Nottingham Forest as well. So, they still have a little bit more work to do, but I still think that doesn't, I still don't, I don't think that means that they can't concentrate on the FA Cup. And coming up here against a Luton team who will definitely be concentrating on trying to stay up in the Premier League and who definitely play better at home than they do away from home. I think this is a very solid chance for Everton to qualify here and pick up a win at home. Everton, they're a bit hit and miss at home this season. Um, usually their home form is what's kept them up, but they've been equally solid away from home than they've been at, than they've been at home. So uh, their home form's nothing special. Coming into this one, they've won three of the last six at home, losing once. But um, another way to look at this game would be looking at the BTTS option as both teams scored earlier on in the season when Luton won at Everton by two goals to one. And both teams have scored in eight of Luton's last 10 games. And BTTS is actually a plus money selection here. Even money plus 100. But I'm willing to take Everton here. Um, I think Everton are more likely to finish safe than Luton. Luton sit third from bottom in the table. Just one point adrift of safety with Everton immediately above them. But Everton, I think, have um, more in their locker and can probably pull clear. They're a team who can share the goals around as well this season. Their top goal scorer, Decore, may not feature on Saturday, as is also being linked to a, uh, a January exit. But they also have um, other people who can chip in with goals. They're not just relying on him. They're not just relying on Calvert-Lewin. And for that reason, I don't think it matters too much who Everton play here. I still think they'll have too much for Luton, who, as I said, most of their best results have come at home. They they pushed Liverpool at home. They actually got a point from that game. They pushed Arsenal at home, lost an injury time. They pushed Man City at home, were leading in that game, pushed Tottenham at home, only lost 1-0. So uh, away from home, it's not been as good. And I just feel that Everton will really want a cup run here um, not saying they're safe, not saying that they think that they're safe, 
but I think they'll be safe. So I think they'll want a cut run here and I look for them to win this. It's a short price, but I'm willing to take it at 8-13 to 13 on the money line here for Everton. The other game we mentioned, of course, was Brighton travelling to Sheffield United, where Brighton are a 4-6 minus 150 favourite. It's 16-5 to five on the draw. And Sheffield United are the 4-1 to one home underdogs. Sheffield United is not an easy place to go to, but I just think Brighton will have too much for them here. Um, Brighton are a team who are chasing European football via their league position. They also are still in the Europa League after topping their group. But by topping their group, they can look forward to the round of 16 rather than having to play the playoff round against a Champions League runner-up. Sorry, a Champions League third-place team. That was very, very important for Brighton to win the group. And I think for that reason, they can fully focus on the FA Cup here, which offers another chance for a trophy. Brighton were very, very unlucky not to reach an FA Cup final last year. They were the better side for large periods of the FA Cup semi-final against Man United, which was surprisingly a nil-nil draw. And Manchester United managed to get through in a very, very long and drawn-out penalty shootout where David De Gea... Just couldn't save anything, but luckily Man United were able to score all of their penalties and were able to qualify for the FA Cup final where they lost to Manchester City. But Brighton will be looking to go one bet at this time around. These two sides played out a 1-1 draw at Brighton in the league earlier on in the season, but Brighton were definitely unlucky not to win and they played with 10 men for the final 20 minutes. They can afford to focus on the cup with um, only an outside chance of qualifying for the the Champions League via the league position. I don't think it's going to happen. I also don't think they'll finish in the top six. I think later on in the season, they'll fully focus on the Europa League if they can stay in that, if they can get into the quarterfinal, if they get a nice draw for the round of 16 and it'll be nice to still be in the FA Cup as well the Blades they are fully focused on a relegation battle so I think the visitors will have too much for them I think they'll come out on top I like Brighton to win and um, to win quite comfortably actually because um, they've sorted things out at the back usually BTTS was an absolute given but they actually come into this off the back of back-to-back clean sheets, whilst they've also scored nine goals in total across their last five games. Whilst Sheffield United, they have failed to score in four of their last five losses. So if this is another loss, I think it could be another clean sheet. This Brighton team, their one loss in the last nine games was at Arsenal. And we know the Emirates is not an easy place to go to. While Sheffield United, their only win in the last six has come against Gillingham of League Two, which is how they got into round four in the first place. So with Sheffield United having three defeats in their last four, with Sheffield United needing to concentrate more on the leagues, they need to stay out while Brighton, they have a more relaxed approach. And also they have crazy squad depth because it seems like whoever comes in knows exactly how the Zerbi wants them to play. And um, for that reason, I'm simply going to take Brighton to win it. We're going to take Brighton here on the money line to win and go through to round five at a price of four to six minus 150. Closing out with your lock on the show, we're actually going to take two teams that we haven't even spoken about, which is a rarity here. But we're going to go for two teams who are trying to get promoted this season. They are the top two in the championship 
And we're going to talk about them now here when we give our reasoning for what is a two-legged parlay featuring Ipswich and Leicester City. So we're going to take Ipswich minus one and a half goals on the Asian handicap line at home to Maidstone. And we're also going to take Leicester City against Birmingham on the money line at the price of two to five. Combining these two selections together gives you four to five minus 125. So Ipswich first. They're at home on Saturday in a 12.30pm kickoff against Maidstone. Now, Maidstone have done very well to get here because they compete in the National League South, the sixth tier of English football. And they're coming up against an Ipswich team who are looking to get into the Premier League. Ipswich come into this one having won 12 of their last 17 home games in all competitions. And they should have way, way too much here for Maidstone. The actual handicap for this game is minus three. So we are taking juice here to get it down to minus 1.5 as it's minus 350. But we were just looking something, looking for something to add to Leicester. And I just don't think there's any way that Ipswich don't win this game by two clear goals. They should actually win by four or five against much inferior opponents. I think Maidstone will be just be looking to score a goal here, which is actually a possibility because Maidstone have scored in seven successive games. But I don't think they'll be able to stop Ipswich scoring three, four, five or six or as many as they want to. And that also means that they'll be able to do it if they rotate because their squad players should be far better than anyone that plays for Maidstone. So that was our way in to increase the price on Leicester, who themselves are available here at two to five. Leicester are comfortably looking like they're going to get back in the Premier League. They're coming up here against 20th spot Bournemouth. Whilst um, Bournemouth are eight points above the drop zone, they are 11 away from the top six. So they're really just sitting in no man's land at the moment. And uh, they really need to get their act together in order to make this a productive season. Obviously, the hiring of the hiring of Wayne Rooney was a big setback for them because that simply didn't work. Whilst Leicester, they're comfortable and I think they'll want to go as far as they can in the FA Cup so they can rub shoulders early with Premier League opponents rather than waiting to next season because I think they are definitely going up. They currently sit well clear at the top of the table. They are eight points clear at the top of the championship and for that reason, with that eight-point lead over South... Well, they're eight points ahead of Southampton, who are third. So they're eight points clear as far as automatic promotion goes. They're not eight points clear of Ipswich, but it doesn't matter really who finishes first, who manages second. Obviously, it does for bragging rights. Leicester's main priority is to come back up into the Premier League, and they're in a very, very good position to do that, and a very good position to get through to round five here against the Birmingham side, who've lost nine of the last 13 away games. Whilst Leicester, they won, they won 3-2 at Birmingham in December and have won five of the last six at home. And four of those wins have been by two or more goals. And as I said, they want to rub shoulders with Premier League opponents. I don't think they're going to rotate too much here. If anyone's going to rotate, I think it will be Birmingham because they obviously don't want to go down. And also they'll be looking at an outside chance of going on some sort of run to get themselves into the playoffs, which is obviously the ambition at the start of the season. I don't think Tom Brady invested 
invest in teams who don't have any ambition. So obviously there's a big project at Birmingham which suffered a huge setback with Wayne Rooney coming in and not delivering the goods. So Birmingham's season has kind of been ruined, but they'll be looking to salvage something from it. And I don't think that's going to come via the FA Cup. And I don't think it's going to come via the FA Cup for Leicester either, but they'll certainly fancy their chances of getting through to round five. And as I said, rubbing shoulders with Premier League opponents early as they did in the Carabao Cup where they exited at the hands of Liverpool. So once again, your lock here on this show is a two-legged parlay. We're taking Ipswich minus 1.5 at the price of 2.7 minus uh, minus 3.50. And we're taking Leicester at 2 to 5 here. The parlay collectively pays 4.5 minus 125. That's it for me. Good luck with all your bets as always, guys. And thanks for listening.